Hey everyone, this is Cameron Williams with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS. We like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body of Christ. And I'm here with Brian Shackman. It's good to be back on the podcast. <laughs> it's good to have you back, it's man. It's been like a really long time. Oh, too long. Uh, days in the desert, man. Days in the desert. <laughs> at, least, at least a week. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, let's start navigating. All set, let's go. Right, so uh, give us a quick uh, synopsis of last week's uh, lesson. Yeah, so we started a series called Change, which we're going to talk about how difficult change can be. And I think we all know how hard it is. Like as individuals, we know it's hard. Just within institutions, it's difficult. And like when simple things change, people freak out. Like when you email changes at work and it's actually for the best but while you're going through that transition it's difficult it can be just hard to experience change and we all want to change certain things in our lives and to take different steps and move in different directions but to actually boldly say you know i want to change this thing and then to actually make it happen is really difficult Mm -hmm. yeah no uh sometimes it's uh it's just like a bad habit or you know getting uh stuck in in your ways um how do you think we can practice uh, being more like open to each other about that? Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the hardest parts. And something that I'm going to talk about eventually more in this series is what does it look like for us to have communities of confession and people that we can speak to about it? Because when the scriptures talk about confession, uh, what generally we think of it as like confession at a, at a Catholic church, perhaps talking to a priest. But confession in the scriptures is more about talking to other people about it, being able to say, you know, perhaps I sinned against you or here's a part of my life that I need some help in. And we that's a very rarely have the ability to, to say that. In the book of James, it says, uh, confess your sins to one another so that you can be healed. That's mm. a pretty amazing promise. And we don't necessarily take advantage of that and think through, okay, what does it look like for me to, to say what I need to say to somebody so I can get the help that I need and get their support and move forward. And so I think it, it comes by first perhaps just recognizing the power that's there, that there's something that is available to you if you're willing to be vulnerable and share something that you need to work on with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. We, we find ourselves surrounded by people often. So it's, I I think it's easy to kind of forget, um, that there's someone to talk to someone to, to really like delve into conversation with and be like, Hey, you know, I'm not having, uh, like, you know, this uh, amazing week and I'm struggling with this and, and I feel like I, I need to come back. Uh, how, how can we, how can we better confess to each other? Uh, do you, do you think like just in the day to day? Yeah. I, I think it, it comes by really having good relationships with people. That's one of the reasons why I, I enjoy uh, being part of a church where I really know people and get to know their stories because we get that opportunity, that space to like actually have real relationships and, and deeper conversations. And I think we need to understand that the world needs more depth and we need to have people who we really know and then people that um, we are known by as well. And that's just something that's, I think, a vital part of it. And to be able to like have that communication and, and share what's really going on is the product of deeper relationships than we often have. Yeah. So, um, so you're talking about knowing people and, uh, and kind of like knowing where to come 
from. Uh, how do you think people know you and, and know where you're coming from? Yeah, I, I think that being able to have the, the relationships that, that I have within the church is a, a big part of that, that I get to interact with people. One of the things that I think is a huge blessing in my job is I'm literally friends with people of all ages, mm-hmm. like it's people at all, all different stages, and I get the opportunity to share life with them and have them over, and uh, we in our community groups that we have, we get a chance to just get to know each other a, a little bit better, serving alongside people at the Ascensia shelter. I, I always love it when people get to interact with me, not as like the pastor standing in front, but somebody who's like a real human being. And so I'm thankful that we get the chance to actually really do that in the settings that we have outside of Sunday morning. And I just am somebody who tries my best to be hospitable and, and welcoming. And I think that people know me as like a, a funny guy, yeah, a little definitely. bit of a, a strange guy, perhaps. And they also know me through my kids that Carter's always running around and, and going crazy. And uh, Nora is just loud like she usually is. So I, I enjoy that people get to know me, not just as like the person who stands in front, but as like a real person who they can have relationship with. Yeah. And that's really encouraging to, to see someone you, um, uh, it's, it's really encouraging to see you up there and, and, you know, do your thing. And then you're involved in every little aspect of the church as well. And that's, that's the thing that really inspires me to, to do stuff like this podcast and help out in, uh, our community. So, so yeah, it, it like encouraging, uh, others through, through just kind of being connected and, and reminding like us that you, you're here. It's, it's really a, a good example of like how we, how we definitely should be, um, just in our day to day. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, we, we sometimes, uh, anchor ourselves to, uh, like abstract, like day to day things. How, how do you think we can anchor ourselves more in, into, uh, you know, like the wise man built his house upon the rock. How, how do you think we can connect more to our rock? Yeah, I, I think it it's by really making it a priority. I, I don't think that Christians necessarily spend time enough doing the simple things that, that Jesus commanded us to. And then it was an example of that he spent time in solitude and in silence. And if you think about Jesus's life and ministry, he was very busy. Mm-hmm. I know that yeah. we're all busy, but uh, he was probably busier than all of us. And he's walking around and you know, people are bringing very, very important things to him, you know, heal my daughter and do this. And as his, his fame starts to spread, people want more and more of his time and are trying to get to him, which, uh, I mean, I, I can't even relate to. Nobody is like pulling at my clothes as I walk around town. It's totally different. It's a different, different way that he is like pressed in on all the time. Yet he makes it a priority to say, I'm going to hit pause on this. I'm going to spend some time in prayer and in solitude. And in some ways, in the way that I look at that, I can go, wow, is that a waste of time? You could have healed five more people. You know, I, what, what is the purpose of that? But what Jesus is teaching us is a, a deeper connection to our father. And that's that firm foundation that we have to build on. And so the thing that I would want all of us to ask is, okay, what is it that I am working towards what, what am I working on in my life that is helping me to have a, a more firm foundation, a solid place to live from. I'm not just going from here to here to here with my head 
cut off. Like I'm a little chicken running around. Mm -hmm. I am actually living with, with some intention and some purpose and I'm finding a, a foundation to, to come from in that space. And I think that's really hard and difficult for, for us to do, but we need to find ways to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and Jesus was human. So it, it, it shows that we, we have the capacity, like, like you said, to, to not only, um, be an inspiration to, to people around us, but to, to actually be with them, to, to have like conversation and community, um, and talk to, to each other. Uh, and, um, we, we sometimes don't recognize when things get in the way of that. Uh, we, we can kind of be all, all over the place. How, how can we recognize, uh, community issues that are getting in our way? How, how do we recognize that maybe we're not too busy, but we just haven't found what we, what we need to find in our day to day? Yeah. I, I think it's, it's about really thinking on what is it that you're hoping to, to accomplish with your life? What are you wanting to be connected to? And then actually really find ways to make that a priority. I think like we all have things that our, our core convictions and the things that we really are, are like trying our best to, to live towards. And I think you need to just ask yourself the question at the beginning of the day, what is it that I really am trying to live for? What is, mo what is most important? And then how do I find ways to participate in that as the day goes along, as my week goes along? And how do I say, this is, this is what I'm about. This is who, who I am. And this is what I want to stand on instead of just letting life happen to us and not really focusing on living. Like well, this is the foundation of my life. This is what is truly most important to me. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is it's not about the necessarily like being with people or, or the disciplines in general. It just kind of like mixes together. It's like disciplining yourself to be more uh, active uh, with, with people and, and really open yourself up more. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, sometimes we think that, uh, a, a relationship should be easy or, or it should be like, it should come kind of easy, but we, we forget that that's where like, the hard parts is where growth happens. Like, like you said, it's, it's, um, it's taking that time and, and, and removing like maybe, maybe not yourself, but re removing, you know, the, the the illusion that we can sometimes put in front of our face that we have no time. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, to, no, to, it's to exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what, what are you really spending your time on? I've, I've heard about technology it's described like a slot machine where if you go to a slot machine and you, whatever amount you are willing to lose, you could get, you could find it. You could find a penny slot. You could find a dollar slot. You could find a $5 slot, whatever is a small amount of money or insignificant to you. And you sit down at it and after an hour you've lost a thousand dollars because it's something that you just put in like a little bit at a time and it's just a little bit more. I think technology is the same way. It's like, oh, just a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there. And then it really adds up and it, it really does make a difference. Something that I've tried to do uh, recently is on, on Saturdays, I just, take, just try to have no technology for the first first half of the day and I've just found it makes me more available to my kids, helps me play, play with them more generously. And I don't have this thing going on kind of behind the scenes. That's 
you're always thinking about and wondering about. It's like, just, okay, I'm, this is what I'm, I'm here to do. This is truly what is most important, and it's right in front of me, and so I don't need to worry about anything else. Yeah, being present in the moment, um, that's, that's, that's a really good uh, challenge. Um, I, yeah, we, I think we, we can get stuck in, like, you know, the flow of every day. Yeah. Um, like, like you said, but it's good to, uh, to recenter and refocus. Um, and, and just to like, you know, like make that time, make that schedule, make, um, like it doesn't even have to be half day. It could be the morning. Um, it could be, you know, whatever, like whatever it has to be for, for you to connect more with, uh, the truth of yourself and, uh, what, what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Well, Thanks for uh, joining us again today. Definitely happy, happy to be here. And I hope that this is a, a series that helps us all think about how we can make some sort of positive change in 2020. That's our hope for our church this year is that if you participate and you're part of what we're doing here, you can maybe point back and say, I'm really thankful that I was there in this last year because I was able to change some, some aspect of my life. Yeah. And hopefully we can open up more as the podcast goes on and just really delve more into deeper topics and deeper things and and grow grow together but uh, also with our community yeah definitely be great and thank you for joining us today on glendale post sermon our podcast and instagram handle is at glendale post sermon and you can connect with glendale church at glendale church on instagram and facebook you can find me on insta at cam the voice Glendale Church's website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Our services are every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in sunny Southern California. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.